0: straight talk uncut hey everybody how's it going this is Tellus. thanks for joining me for another edition of straight talk uncut and this is being recorded on February 9th 2016 how's it going got a few uh, a few things I want to talk about and pretty much this episode is going to be about just sharing some some different artists that uh, I find inspiration from and, and you know maybe Uh, You can look at some of their work and find inspiration also. But let's, let's go ahead and start with the quote. And this quote is by Roger H. Lincoln. And it goes, there are two rules for success. One, never tell everything you know. Again, there are two rules for success. Number one, never tell everything you know and again that's by Roger H Lincoln. So you see what he did there, you know, he, he he there's two rules but he only stated one, never and then never tell everything, you know. Uh, you know, I'm I i did not research when he said this or, you know, from what time period this is from, but I I think that's um uh, you know, somewhat relevant thinking. Uh never tell everything, you know. Uh well let's look at it like this so I guess the reason behind it is so you can always have um I guess something to to keep you as an authority you know to keep you as a, a go to person on something but in this day and age of technology and Google and Wikipedia and and all the Vast amounts of resources that we have available to look things up. You know, I'm not sure if if that's all that relevant anymore. Uh, for for instance, when it, when I'm doing homework with my with my kids, and I say when I'm like, my my wife does most of that, but oftentimes like anything that has to do with it, something easy like writing, like I, I help my um, my daughter write a write a paragraph, a couple paragraphs on Hurricane Katrina. She's doing a project on Hurricane Katrina, so I help her write that. And nowadays is i is I mean, really, you, you don't it's not even you don't really have to think. Everything is already out there. I was explaining it to her on, on another occasion and I actually explain to them often because they get stomped with stuff. I'm like, just look it up. And I know so certain things I tell them to look it up when it's when it's things that it's not uh, really relevant to ha- to have a like a deep knowledge of or a general understanding of you know if it's something strictly for an assignment I say just look it up you know but if it's something they should have a grasp on then I I have them think it out but you know for something like this I said you know just let's 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 look it up let's walk through it and um, but I you know I explained to them how when I was you know, growing up, and you, know, you, you may, you may um, know what I'm talking about, is really the, the only references we had was if you were able to afford uh, you know, a collection of encyclopedias. And there were, there were different levels. There was like the, uh, the Britannica, there was the uh, World Encyclopedia, and then there was another one. I can't remember, but it was like the cheapest one. And I remember my, uh, I remember when the guy, the salesman, came to the house. I w- I couldn't have been, I mean, I had to be like in, in kindergarten or maybe first grade. I remember he came to the door, and he was selling these encyclopedias. And I remember always wanting a set of encyclopedias because there was somebody in my in my uh, no no at the at the yeah at Head Start they had a set of encyclopedias and i remember the one uh there was this one medical one <laughs> and you probably know exactly what i'm talking about there was this medical one and it had this layout like it had this uh this this layout of the um the the body the anatomy right and it was like a a, a few different translucent like pages and then you just peeled each layer Remove the different layer of, of the anatomy. Like, the, you know, all together, you saw the body as the body, skin and everything. Then you remove one layer. Then it shows, like, the different layers of the thermos, of the, of the um, uh, not thermos, the, uh, what am I trying to say? The skin, the skin layers, right? So you pulled all those up and, and they, you know, explained that, that you, don't, it's not just one layer of skin, you have three layers of skin. Then after that was, like, the cardiovascular system and then it just you just peeled away until you eventually got to like the skeletal system, the bones and everything. And I just remember how awesome that was and I was like, you know, of course I I didn't you know, think that people could own these in their in their homes. I just knew that you know, this this uh program I was in had this encyclopedia collection. And so when we got one in our own house, man, it was like we must be rich. We got an encyclopedia collection. And I remember getting a uh, copy of <laughs> the Hardy Boys as a, like a, a free bonus. It was a whole collection of Hardy Boys. But anyway, I was trying to explain to them how that's what we had to do when we had a, a report to write or anything. It was either the library, you know, go to the library. Not the school library, like the, the community library, which it was only one. That pretty much it was like one like city library, and um and I just remember, you know that's what we had to do to get reports. So you would go to like the 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 library on weekends, and you would see, just kids with books and you know at all the tables. That's that was probably like around, uh, report writing season. There was like always like a season of report writing, but now you know as as we doing homework, I have my phone, you know my my uh, smartphone. And I'm just you know if I get stumped or if there's something some fact I want to verify like last night I couldn't I couldn't uh, remember where Katrina started I mean I knew it you know it ravaged the South I'm from Mississippi so I knew it ravaged the South but I wasn't sure I couldn't remember where it it initially started you know like where where did the storm form and it was in the Bahamas and I didn't know that and um so but you know I mean a, it's, it's it's nothing now so. To to try to try and think there's some knowledge you have over anyone else, um, and purposely hold it now, or like purposely try to keep. it, I, I think it's a disservice. But on the other hand, now if you're talking about like revealing your plans or revealing your goals, uh, there's there's two thoughts on, on that, and and, and I kind of go both ways. The the first one is. Um it's like if you if you reveal your goals if you tell your goals I think it can some and I've done this before where I've you know let out a goal or something that I wanted to do but it was like the cat was already out of the bag so I ended up like um not doing or I lost motivation for doing it for some reason You know what I mean like you have something in your head and you think it's going to be huge but then you you start blabbing and start telling people about it and then you don't get a reaction from them like you, you think. And then for some reason, I would, I would be like, well, maybe that wasn't that big of a thing. And then I just kind of like lose motivation or, or my motivation gets stifled from doing it. And then, you know, I won't even do it. You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. It's weird. Like you, 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 you have all these plans, but then you start telling people, then it's almost like it doesn't even matter anymore. Right. So, but the other side of that is telling people your goals, or you know, letting the cat out of the bag sort of can push you to make those goals true because you've been blabbing about, it. you've been yapping to everybody about it. Um, now you don't want to look like a like a fool, you know. So you tell people about it. There, there's even like some apps I, I've came across that um, or some websites that. I'm pretty sure. I know I came across one that was about like fitness goals and weight loss. To where you you advertise, not advertise. You you publish your goals. You know you you put out your goals or your your whether you want to lose weight or some fitness goal you want to you want to achieve. You know you post it or you you put it out there in whatever the app or the website. I can't remember the names of any of them right now, but. I I do remember there's been some sort of thing, to where you publish your goals, and then it's like, oh okay, so I've I've put out there that I'm gonna lose ten pounds. So now if I don't do it, I'm gonna look like a fat loser, you know? Like you know, it's, it's almost like your feet are held to the fire to to complete those goals because you've told everybody about it, or or you put out there that you're gonna do this. And then now, if you don't do it, you just look like a, a loser. You look like a failure. So it's like that, um, it's like pushes you to want to make true the thing that you said you were going to do. So I can I can see, but I, I, I sort of go both ways. But I keep it at a minimum who who I let know about my goals. Like I don't even, most of the time, I don't even let my wife know about some, some goal I have in my head. But the other thing is, um, if I, if I like write it down, or or if I mind map it, or something like that, to me that's like fortifying or telling somebody. You know what I mean? So um, I think it. I think there's an accountability type thing, especially when you work on your own, when you work by yourself. It's like who's gonna hold you accountable? You know, you it's, it, it takes some, it takes a whole another thing to hold yourself accountable. It's something else you know it's it's different if you're in like some sort of structured organization like uh you know like when I was in the military I, I had no shortage of people holding me accountable or if you work for a company you know um you have people that's that holds you accountable for things well even in even in um if you look at it on like a family perspective like as far as relationship type stuff or uh fatherhood and things like that. You have your wife and kids, or or your spouse and kids, to hold you accountable for things. You know, you just can't you just can't keep telling your kid you you we're gonna go to a swirly cow, you know, go out to go out for ice cream on on Saturday. You can't keep doing that shit every weekend and not be you know and not think your kid's gonna he- hold you accountable for that promise. You know what I mean? So, but when you are are, are like a, a self employed uh, entrepreneur, when you, you know, an entrepreneur, when you are, when you are an artist that works on your own, like a solo artist, you have to, it's, it's, you have to do that for yourself or you have to reach out and find someone that you can count on, that you can go back and forth and share ideas and have some sort of, uh someone to hold you accountable. You know, I mean, there's a lot of goals that I haven't achieved simply because I, you know, I just, I, I either gave up on them, not, not that you know not even uh goals that became um to where i didn't want to do them it was there's the, like goals that i really wanted to achieve but just lost motivation lost momentum and didn't have anything you know i didn't have enough uh, in me to to hold myself accountable to achieve that goal you know it, matter of fact my i got it's a a guy I know um sent me a text and it was, it was some, some of his old notes he was going over. He said, um, what if you turned your yearly income goal, the, the yearly income goal that you have now, what if you made that into a three-month goal? And I have a whiteboard that I have my immediate goals, or like, actually not immediate goals. Uh, it Actually, is, it's split. I have some pressing things I need, I need to do, like as far as if I, if I get some orders, that I need to keep in my mind because I know I got a list of stuff, but I don't want to let an order, uh, you know like a t-shirt order slip through the cracks. I'll put it on there, but I also have all the way over to the right my yearly goal. And and when he said that, I just looked up at my goal to see what would I have to change to to complete that goal, that yearly goal in 3 months. And I was just looking at it, looking at it and trying to figure out what could I condense? Like what could I do? To speed up that go, you know, to uh to three months. And really, as far as my plan, there was nothing. I mean, I can't slow down time, but as far as my plan, there was really nothing that I I I had to change. So one of two things gonna happen. Like and and I think this was the this was the key to, to doing it. Um you you could take a year to to push for this goal. I could take a year to push for this goal and then at the end of the year realize my plan was, you know, faulty or I could get to a 3-month goal with the same, you know, the same um with the same goal but in a 3-month period of time and and realize in a shorter period of time that my goal is faulty, but I still have the rest of the year to to finish. You know, I I I have the tweak. And so that's what it, it kind of prompted me to reevaluate my my uh my goals. Because to me, once he once he made me realize that, once he made me analyze that, either my goal was too lofty or my goal was too long. You you know what I mean? Like either I'm gonna complete that goal in a year, or I'm gonna complete that goal in three months, or I'm gonna not complete it in three months, but be able to tweak it and know that well, if I couldn't even get close you know a quarter of the way <laughs> then I wouldn't have been able to complete it in the year. Does that make sense? It made sense to me when i was when I was thinking about it so so uh yeah i mean I guess you can you can look at that, never tell everything you know in a whole bunch of different ways but i can I can sort of see um you know where you don't want to let all just you don't you just don't want to expose everything you know or maybe you do maybe that's your thing you 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 the person that expose everything you know i don't really purposely like if i learn something i don't purposely not tell anybody um it, it's just i you know it, it's just i you know if if someone asked me about something I won't purposely keep it or hold it, and I've met people like that. When I first got into photography, I remember going to uh, a bridal, bright, some bridal shows, just to, because I was interested in, like, seeing if I if I could, you know, get a booth at a bridal show or see if it was worth it to get a booth at a bridal show. And I remember, and matter of fact, this was the first and last bridal show that I ever went to, and I, and, I, and that was my fault because I let this asshole photographer discouraged me uh, just because, you know, simply I was young. You know, again, this was like 10, 15 years ago. I was younger, um, you know, so I went to this brighter show, and, uh, and you know, and I went up to the photographer after, you know, all the the the, the soon-to-be brides and grooms after they kind of, like, went away because there was only, like, two photographers there. And for some reason, I picked this guy to go up to. And um, actually, I, I, I know what I picked him. I picked him to go up to because... He lived closest to me. He lived closest. To, he lived in the area I lived in, so that's why I picked that guy. And I and I knew of him simply simply from like um, looking on online of wedding photographers in the area and things like that. So I knew of him. And um and of course on his website it was you know all this fucking beautiful roses type and uh, uh, of how he's so helpful and all this other bullshit. But the guy was a straight-up asshole, like, straight-up. I mean, he had this—I don't—it's I. I, don't, I, I it's, it's like it's not Not even a point of being like that. I, I can't understand why Why some people just have to be like that. I, I would never understand it. But uh, this guy was just so, like, you know—I mean, it's hard to explain. I'm, I'm pretty sure you've met people like that. But he would just—I mean, I didn't even ask him, like, any— I wasn't even trying to get any kind of secrets from him. I was just asking him about, you know, like, how's, how's the, um, the, the brighter show going and everything. And like, um, you know, is has he done any other brighter shows? And, and I wasn't even like grilling him. You know, I talked about his work first, told him, you know, like how awesome his work is. And I told him, yeah, I've seen you online. Like, you know, I, I didn't even try to act like I was some big shot photographer. I said, you know, I, you know, I've done like five. I think at the time I, I did like five weddings so far, and I was like, yeah, I'm just, you know, still learning. I got a lot to learn and all this. You know, I was being real, like humble. I'm, I'm, I'm still like that now. You know, I, 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 I would never know everything. And anybody that that ever act like that, uh, you know, fuck them. You know, the the person that tries to act like they know everything and have all the you know, I I know everything. I don't care who you are. I don't care what kind of success you've had. Anybody that acts like that, like like this, like I'm going to purposely act like I'm the shit. You know, is is you know, I mean, and I know if I talked about ego and things like that, but I'm talking about like uh, just being rude to people who just have general questions because the way I do, I act to any everyone the same like. I don't care if you're, a, uh, you know, if you trying to be a client or you're trying to get some knowledge, whatever. Cause people are people. I don't care if I'm if I'm gonna you're gonna be a potential client, like I'm gonna make money of you or not. People are people, and so this guy was just so um, just an asshole. He was like, I, I can't remember exactly the question I asked him, but he 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 immediately said like, um, well. If I tell you that, then you're just going to go out and do it. And it was something like, oh, I know it, exactly what it was. It was, where does he get his albums? You know, I was asking him, who did he use for his, his wedding album? And at the time, this is when um, it wasn't even wedding It was when the books, you know, like the... the if you if you uh, know anything about... Actually, it don't have to, be, it have to be about wedding photography, but it was when, like, the first iteration of like the the binded books started coming out like um it wasn't like the the page inserts it was like the the books like um well i can't remember the company I, I was using. actually one one second let me i actually got them right here let me see azuka books so azuka i started using azuka books that's the brand i use i'm looking at one of the samples here um and that's a-s-u-k-a I don't even know if they're still in business. I haven't even I haven't used them in over, I don't know, probably ten years. But um, yeah, so I was just asking him what who did he use for his albums because I remember sort of struggling with that at the time because they were so expensive to get them made. And at the time, I wasn't charging prices to to you know I wasn't even getting the sort of clientele that commanded or that could that could pay for these album books, you know. So I was trying to ask him about that, and he was like, "Well, you got to do your research, you know." Like, like, like I mean, I don't even understand, fucking understand that. Like, what, what would that, you, you know? Even I even named some, and was just asking him. It wasn't like I was just trying to not do the homework, and and um, and just you know, hit him up for all his not. I, I named the the ones that I I knew of. And was just asking him which one you know he used. That was it. And uh, and after that, I just looked that up and I just kind of shook my head, laughing, like I actually left the uh, the, the the brighter show. But and and that kind of gave me a nasty taste about <laughs> about photographers. And 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 actually, that that could probably be the reason I've never like sought any kind of mentor. You know, you always hear like you got to find a mentor. I've never fucking. Um, uh, you know, I've I've never tried to to find a mentor and everything because just because of my, like I have zero tolerance for people that that try to demean somebody or tr- that try to belittle someone. I have no I have zero tolerance for that. So I didn't want to put myself in that situation where I have to like probably choke the shit out of somebody. So yeah, there are people out there like that that think, you know, they they only have the knowledge and. and
1: you know, if someone
0: wants it, they have to find it themselves. So, um, but yeah, just be, just be careful with that. Just be careful about, I mean, I'm all about like share. I mean, anybody with a podcast (laughs) is obviously a talker, you know what I mean? So, uh, um, that, that's, you know, not really a secret, um, that, you know, if I'm here yapping that, you know, I'm the type of person that'd be wanting to try to harbor some some, some information that you know it can be found a couple uh, keystrokes away. So anyway, let me move on to the next thing. I came across a couple artists that inspired me in in you know in 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 in, his, in a different way. They are not photographers. Actually, one guy's a photographer, but this first guy, his name is Nicholas V Sanchez, right? And he does these. Uh, he's a he's a like a multimedia. Uh, is that the word? Multi-faceted? Um, What's the word? Like he, multi-disciplined? Yeah, multi-disciplined artist. But what brought him to my attention are these these drawings he does with uh ballpoint pens. And when I first looked at it, I was like, there's no way that there's ballpoint pen. There's, there's no way that it's pen." But I, you know, I read more about him, and sure enough, man, you I mean, you just have to take a look uh, at Sanchez dot com, and th- you know he also does paintings. He does charcoal, you know he you know he. I'm um, gonna see what kind of painting. I'm, I'm trying to see if it's oil or whatever. I'm not. Sure. Yeah, oil, and he does he uh, charcoal drawings. But you just have to see these ink. Drawings that he does these these color not not yeah not, let me mention that not um not black ink because I've seen awesome artists that do black ink but this guy these are colored ballpoint pen drawings and I can't even I I, I, ju- I just try to put my mind around stuff like this because um yeah photography has its own different. Uh, you know things and you know different hurdles but man, when you look at this stuff, it it just makes me want to master Minecraft that much more. It just makes me want to say, D- you I, you have to you have to be able to do something to get the same emotion that I have with this guy's art. I but I have to do that with Minecraft. You know what I mean? That's when I when I look at stuff like that, that's that's how I get. That's you know, and that's why a lot of times i look outside of uh photography for inspiration i look at stuff like this because this guy is obviously he he mastered his craft and there's also an interview he did uh with this guy jesse brass and i'll put a link to that on gift that i have is, actually uh, that's the interview but let me uh i found the torture that i'm willing but he but he goes he has this interview and it's, you know, it's all it's an awesome interview. It is real short. I think only like five, five minutes. But um, I'll put a link to that on uh, straighttalkuncut.com because I think it's actually, I'm not, see, I'm not even sure. Let me see if I can grab the link. So you, if you want to go to directly to the site. Oh, the, this is colossal.com, which is a website I came across um and it's, it's like an art site I, I love discovering these art websites this is com, and it's a it's a website about art design photography illustration craft you know it's real real artsy site and actually i think my next mention is is on this site also but yeah nicholas v sanchez you you, you got to check out the work i mean it, 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 i mean it's just so, so awesome even his his other work you know his uh oil paintings and his charcoal drawing but just something about these ballpoint because i guess i guess it's because you know i'm not even sure how he does it like can you make if you make a mistake with a ballpoint like how do you how do you correct a mistake i don't know but he has these he's had you know exhibits and solo shows and he's had fellowships and stuff so read up about him uh again nicholas v sanchez check him out uh, do a search for him, or I'll put the links up on StraightTalkUncut.com so you can check them out the other guy I want to mention this guy is a photographer it actually is on the same website are all these from the same website I didn't even mention this I mean I didn't even uh, realize it so this guy his name is um, let me bring up his website his, his name is Anton Geiger like H.R. Geiger so Anton, Antoni, Anton, Anton Geiger, and the reason why he came onto my radar is because I had this I had this idea for um, this project to where it was like you know people with their head down their cell phone and I was going to sort of mix my screen printing with photography, and it's an idea I've been I, I've been wanting to do. Uh, and it haven't it hasn't done. But when I saw this, I was like, you know, maybe I should get to work on that project. But he shows, you know, it's it's some photoshopping going on. Uh, I'm thinking, yeah, 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 some photoshopping going on. But you have to you have to take a look at it. Um, his, his website is Anton A N T O I N E Geiger G E I G E R all all together Anton Geiger dot com, and specifically. The, the project is called um, Sur Fake. So there's S-U-R dash F-A-K-E. And you can see it, once you go to his homepage, it's the top right corner. And it has like this, um, these people like taking selfies or looking at their cell phone, but then it has their face, almost like their face is being sucked in to the device, you know, sucked into the, the phone. And, and he has a few different. Uh, see, all these all in Paris because he has. Yeah, I'm thinking these are all in Paris. Yeah, these are all in Paris. So this project was done in Paris. I'm not sure if he's from Paris. Well, uh, you know, I guess I should could have read a little more about him. But, um. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's like it shows. Uh, it's just a visual representation of how we are, and I even care I, even though I try to be conscious not to be that guy with his head always down in his cell phone like especially like when I'm at uh, my daughter's practice like basketball or soccer practice or something like that you know when they have a break she'll, she'll come to me like dad you're not, you're not watching and i am be like oh I'm watching and she's like well you, you just got your head down into the phone and I, and then I just laugh and, and because it's so unconscious now you do it so unintentional, you know what I mean? Like, as soon as you get, like, think about like even, even when you're driving, you're driving, as soon as you get to a red light or you, you get into traffic, you're you, you down at your phone, you're you checking, you're checking something. What are you checking? You know, what are you checking? And so, you know, s- since having kids, and, and you know now that my kids are getting older and stuff like that, they are real conscious of that. Well, actually, my youngest. My youngest is still still the most conscious of it because she steals she still wants that attention all on her so you know she's like dad are you watching are you paying attention and i have to make sure i'm paying attention because if she said you know if i say yeah i'm paying attention she said you see what i did and if i say yeah she'd be like what did i do <laughs> you know she like and i'd be like oh you 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 know you did a layup or whatever so but this this um this This guy's project, anton Geiger's project, sort of shows in dramatic fashion you know how how we are you know with with these devices we have now um, so I, I thought that was pretty interesting and the last one I want to mention is about these sculptures, these hyper realistic sculptures um, and the and specifically the the uh, studio. That I want to mention is uh, let me bring it up. It's a it's a it's a, uh, a guy and a girl. Their studio is Avatar Sculpture Works. Now the first guy is Jamie Salmon. Now these these both of these people, Jamie Salmon and Jackie K. CO, are are the artists at this studio, Avatar Sculpture Works. Deep man, I, and I've seen some of these just in passing. I've I've seen pictures of these sculptures, but I just One of them came on my radar, uh, I think it was yesterday, and I just wanted to go and see who who's creating these works. You know how you see something because I I think I first saw saw one probably three years ago or something like that, two or three years ago. And but you know now I'm seeing them more often, seeing more mentions and stuff. So I was like, who's who's making this stuff? I mean, it they they are so they they are like figure sculptures, you know, body sculptures, but they look like people. They look so realistic. It's scary. It's almost like uh, those people who do the, the who who do the mannequin poses. You know, they 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 can make their bodies so still that they look like mannequins. But these are actually sculptures. And so Jamie Jamie Salmon is a British-born, self-taught contemporary sculptor living and working in Vancouver, Canada. They both live in Canada, matter of fact. Uh, he started his career working as a commercial artist and sculpture for the movie, movie and effects industry, and she, so they they must met each other in that same career field because she's also a self taught artist uh, in Vancouver, and she also worked in uh, worked as a commercial artist for the movie industry, and special effects. So, but they've joined together and you know had this studio, and they talk about what their uh, what these sculpture sculptures are made out of. They're made out of. Uh, silicone, rubber, or silicone rubber, resin, hair, <laughs> and fabric. So that's why the hair looks so realistic because it is actual hair. You 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 just have to check it out. Their website is avatarsculptureworks.com or just do a search for uh Jamie as J A M I E Salmon S A L M O N or Jackie uh J A C K I E Jackie K and then her last name is Seo, S-E-O and she's a Korean born self artist living in Vancouver so uh, again you know when I see stuff like this man it, it just uh, you know I mean I, sometimes I think that's all we, we want we want like as an artist yeah you do your work because that's what you want to do it's out of some deep passion or some deep need to want to create you know there's a surface level and then there's a deep deep level you do some things on the surface level that's usually um like you know like 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 some of the gigs i do for for um these real estate properties and stuff like that when i do those gigs it, it, it there's nothing deep about it but i do try to try to uh, experience or I, I try to test some technical aspects of uh of my work because a lot of times when I when I'm doing my my uh, my you know my uh, project my personal projects, the the technical as far as the camera, is not in the forefront of my mind. I'm thinking more uh, about light composition and things like that. But when I do say I'm chasing my dog around taking pictures, then it's more technical. I'm uh, you know I'm 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 going from manual. Then I'm switching to like AV mode. I'm, I'm just experimenting with different things. Like for so long, I hadn't even, I've never, um, until I started doing these real estate gigs, I never used my camera in in green mode. I never even used that mode. And I was like, you know, because sometimes uh, the, what, what I get paid is based off how quick I can get the product back to them. And they're not looking for anything artistic. They're just looking for uh, a, a a well-lit, uh, compositional shot, you know leveled and with what you know they usually send a brief with it of what they what they want, and that's it they don't they don't give a shit about any they don't care about any aesthetic really they just want it to be where wherever uh, represent, representative of whatever's in their brief so um so I started putting it on you know i just i just put it on green mode and just let the camera do everything now if there's like a a certain situation to where if the sun is shining right through the window, then of course I have to go to manual and, you know, do some things. Uh, so, so the window won't just look like a big blaring uh, white square. You know what I mean? So, um, or, or sometimes I just meter meter different and take another angle, but you know, you have to do that stuff too, because, um, you know, it gets you back into, some of the aspects that you that you sort of uh forget about, you know what I mean, but when when you see another artist's work, especially when it's outside of your work, like when it's, you know if you're a photographer, if, if it's outside of photographer or if you're a painter and you look at photography, you get to see or you get to really go back to why you do what you want to do, and then you realize, yeah man, it would be awesome to have somebody gawk over my work. Just on an on an aesthetic level, and, and and just you know look at it for what it is. Yeah, you know it's pretty, but even with some of these these works they do, some of them not pretty. Like this 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 one I'm looking at of this naked guy, butt butt ass naked, <laughs> looking at uh, at a rope. Isn't there's nothing pretty about it, but it's awesome. You know what I mean? Who wants to look at a, a flabby ass white dude with his dick out? <laughs> But it's beautiful because it's so real- i mean the hair is on his arm like she has some um and this is one of jackie jackie uh CO's, I think i'm pronouncing that word right, but she shows some detail and you can see the the hair on his legs the fur not not even like i mean it's so realistic man i, I can't even understand it the veins under their skin it is it, is is just amazing it's it's amazing how how someone can even do that, man, the hair on his face, the way the the hair coming out the hair coming out of his pores, it just looks so real like if you if she said that on the street somewhere, there's no way you wouldn't call a cop saying, "Hey, that's a naked dude standing on the corner of of uh, McLaughlin in Eastonville." <laughs> you know what I mean so so i've yeah you know, of course, I've seen phot- photographs like that to where how do they get that much range? You know how how, how did, like how do they get that much detail, that much dynamic range in the photograph, or or I see something like what made them stop to capture that? You know, like so, say as a street photographer, or something like that. What made them stop to capture that instance, or how did he catch capture that? You know, so yeah, and you some you know sometimes you gotta look. Matter of fact, I mostly get inspiration outside of uh, photograph. now if I hear about a, f- a photographer that I wasn't aware of like um, uh, like I was telling you guys about that Maperthorpe and, and, and you know it's funny ever since I discovered Maperthorpe you know I, I, I can't that's all I hear about I guess there's some movie coming out uh, to where uh, I can't remember the guy's name who's gonna play him um, who was it I can't remember Feinstein Is it Fein- is it something Feinstein I can't remember but yeah so there's been a lot of talk about that movie and stuff like that and um now I have actually been looking at books at the looking for books at the library but uh, uh you know I may find his flower his still life there but I probably won't find the other stuff there. So so yeah go check those guys out go check those artists out that I talked about um uh, you know go to uh straighttalkuncut.com, look under the show notes for links or you know just just do a search for the names that I, I mentioned on here and uh and get inspired. You know, let me know what you th- what you think about those artists, man. That's it uh for this edition and you know, I don't know everything, but the stuff I do know, hey, I try to talk straight about it. Until next time, thanks for listening. Talk to you guys next time.